Well, good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you are hearing this, and welcome to Day 9. Many years ago, I remember hearing a televangelist preach about faith. Well, actually, he wasn't so much preaching as he was yelling, but the crowd seemed to be loving it. I don't remember his exact words, but I do remember the crowd coming to their feet with cheers and applause as the pastor strode around the stage, wiping sweat from his brow, as he screamed something to the effect of this. If you're sick, it's because you don't have enough faith. If you're poor, it's because you don't have enough faith. If you are homeless or childless or spouseless, it's because you don't have enough faith. Your God can give you all of this. You just have to believe ahead of time that he will give it to you. Now, to be rather frank with you, this is poppycock. <laughs> Why do I say his words are such rubbish? Because Jesus made it clear that it wasn't the amount of faith that you have. It is who your faith is in. In Luke 17, Jesus is teaching his disciples about the topic of forgiveness, saying that if your brother sins against you seven times, but comes and repents seven times, you must forgive him. Now, this sounds nearly impossible to the disciples. So with mouths agape and shock, they reply, increase our faith. Y you see, their thinking was much like the thoughts of the televangelist. In order to do something big, like forgive some someone seven times or get better health or get greater wealth, you have to have more faith. But Jesus responds, If you had faith like a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Mulberry trees in Israel grew to be about 20 to 35 feet in height. Uh, compared to the oaks and maples and sequoias of America, that doesn't really sound like all that big of a tree. But it turns out that mulberry trees have an extensive root system, which was very necessary in the drier climate of the Palestinian region. So to move a mulberry tree would be a large undertaking. And yet, Jesus metaphorically says that if you have faith just the size of a mustard seed, you can simply tell a mulberry tree to uproot and go jump in the ocean. In other words, even if your faith is only the size of a small seed, you can see great things happen. It isn't the size of your faith that makes it happen, but the one in whom your faith lies. So let me ask you, what are you praying for for 2020? A close friend or coworker to find Jesus and begin following him? Uh, for a strained relationship to be healed? Are you praying for direction for your future? Or maybe for relief from financial burdens? Whatever it is, don't fall for the televangelist's lie that the answer to your prayers lies in the amount of faith you possess. Rather, the answer to your prayers lies in the one who can wisely and perfectly answer them in such a way that it is clear that he moved the stubborn mulberry tree into the sea. So to help you with this concept of faith, let me read all of Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it, the people of old received their commendation. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous, God commending him by accepting his gifts. And through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up 
so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. And by this, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man, and him as good as dead, were born descendants as many as the stars of heaven, and as many as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For people who speak thus make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it was said, through Isaac shall your offspring be named. He considered that God was able to raise him from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. By faith, Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob and Esau. By faith, Jacob, when dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, bowing in worship over the head of his staff. By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave directions concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. By faith, the people crossed the Red Sea as on dry land, but the Egyptians, when they attempted to do the same, were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient, because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, 
of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put forward armies to flight. Women received back their dead by resurrection. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were killed with the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering about in deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. Heavenly Father, give me faith. Empower me to place my whole heart and trust in you. Right now, I long to see you answer this prayer. Right now, would you just take a moment to pray your deepest longings to the Father? God, help me to trust you to answer this prayer perfectly. If you give me a no, help me to be content. If you tell me to wait, let me do so with Christ-like patience. And if you answer yes, may you receive all the glory and honor and exaltation. Increase my faith, letting me see you ever more clearly. I love you, Lord. It's in the name of your son, Jesus, I pray. Amen.